I am here. All right. We here, we here, we here. All right. Mm-hmm. What's up, man? Today is uh January twenty second. January twenty second. And we have came upon a new league and it 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 carries everything around the love of football. It carries everything around the love for me. What you what you what you think? Yeah, anybody who want to see some fast football, this is the league to watch. This is definitely the league to watch. We didn't had we had the leagues come and go. Um, I don't even want to start. <laughs> and then one of my <laughs> favorites, one of my favorites just left, which is the the uh, AAF. Um, yeah. And uh, well, second close favorite would be the AFL. Um, I heard they folded, so uh, money issues, I guess. Um, and and we we come with another league. Hopefully, this one, uh, from what I'm hearing, is supposed to be paid up for three three years. Is that right? Yes, three years. Three years. All right. So mm-hmm. the money is there. Only thing we missing, which I heard was good, is the product and. I believe the product will be there, um, especially with some players coming from different leagues as far as uh, prior NFL, uh, as far as uh, CFL goes as well, and then some fan favorites from the AAF um, has joined the league as well. Uh, kickoff will be February 8th. The week after the Super Bowl, which is 17 days away, man. Um, so, Super Bowl is less than two weeks uh, away from us. And then, right after that, the next week follows the XFL. Um, how, how, how pumped are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited, man. Uh, just... Uh, I'm just <laughs> waiting for it to really begin. Kind of tired of all this uh, preseason, uh, training camps. All that's just been like a really big tease, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's really teasing me. It's like it's like a baby getting teased with a bottle of milk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the – the one of the or the official I haven't heard anybody else do a DC Defenders podcast. So um if there are any out there, um we may cross ties. But right now, um as of right now, I think this would be probably the only um D C Defenders podcast. Um with me being in a Facebook group and I haven't heard anybody else say they have one. Or um just being around Twitter, I haven't heard any Defenders podcast. Um, really, I, uh, any team podcast. <laughs> for, you said, um, never heard any yeah. um, specific teams. I haven't, specific I, teams. I haven't heard any. I haven't heard any specific teams either, man. Um, I'm sure they out there though. Uh, I know it's like mm-hmm. league. It's, I know it's league podcast, but um, I haven't heard any um, specific teams. So. Uh, I am DJ, and then you have LJ, which is um, the genius. LJ, the genius. 
<laughs> so tell 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 them tell people uh a little bit about yourself, man. Before we start. So yeah. Uh my name is LJ. Um uh, I'm very excited to do this podcast. I'm currently a college student at Prince George's Community College. It is my second year. Yes, it's my second year. Just started school. I'm part time right now. Um, DJ. Hold on. Tell 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 them where you work at, man. Tell them where you work. Oh, right. I also work at Audi Field. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. I, but I go by another name at uh, Audi Field. They call me Will. So you see somebody named Will Jones. Big Will. That's me, LJ. <laughs> a big wheel. <laughs> yeah, big wheel. <laughs> um, that's that which is which is vicious to me because you got a chance to um experience you get a chance to experience everything. I know I'll be probably going to a uh, a couple of them, a couple games. Um but you get to work there and experience the atmosphere, you get to see firsthand everything that's going down. I know you probably ain't gonna be able to watch the game as much as you want to, but um yeah. But you get to see something, man. You get to see a little something of uh of a new league. So uh so I am <clears throat> DJ. Um I am actually got I I'm actually a prior college student. <laughs> so <laughs> I have finished my bachelor's um and I am currently an active duty service member in the army. So, um, my goal is to get XFL out there to as many people as I can. Uh, I met a couple of people that don't even know anything about the league, but with them knowing that they have a team in New York, with them knowing that they have a team in Washington state, um, um, with them having, knowing that they have a team in LA, uh, I haven't met people that that will say, "Oh, I'm repping that team because it's you know it's home for me." So, which is good because DC is home for me. So, I'll be definitely repping DC. Um, did you? How 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 is the the talk about um the talk about the XFL with with back home? Right now, I'm in VA, so I'm telling um, LJ back home because he's in DC. So, uh, Merlin actually. But um yeah, so I haven't really I've been trying to get a couple of friends to, you know, you know, just put them on to the league. Um my dad knows about it. Um I'm trying to put him on to it as well. So yeah, it's it's really not that much talk about it out there. Uh, not at college. Uh I'm trying to put some people on it well, some of my uh, college classmates onto it too. Um but yeah. Who knows if they're gonna really watch it or not? <laughs> I think once but I hope they do. I think once the buzz get out there and people get to see um, the actual product and knowing that it's football, because D- believe it or not, DC is huge on both football and basketball. So football that that yep, that area is huge. Mm-hmm. So um, with people knowing that we got another league and we get to watch something other than the Redskins. <laughs> so, and then we had, well, before the A before the AFL folded, we had, um, the Washington Valor too. So the Valor, yeah. did you know anything about them? No, I did not keep up with arena football. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't really know about arena football, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people uh, – I actually had the game back when they had the game uh, on – I think it was PlayStation 2 or PS1. One of the – I think it's PS2. They had mm-hmm. an AFL game, and um, I had that. So, it was – it, it just started – I just seen it start trickling down, you know, from uh, – I think they had like 10 teams or maybe 12, if I'm not mistaken. It was a while ago, man. Maybe 10, 12 teams, and it started trickling down. And I think last season – this last season, they had like maybe six – five or six teams, so uh, it just kept going down and down, man. So hopefully with the a, uh, with the XFL, we can kind of see some longevity and some kind of production, man, on the field. Um, so let's, 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 so it's like I said, uh, the, the league starts February 8th. Um, so we will have two games on February 8th, and then we'll have two games on February 9th. Um, on the 8th, we'll have Seattle, at DC, and we'll have LA at Houston. Um, what you think about them two games? Two games. Um, I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> the the, the say two it. games. Yeah, like the, the, yeah. Seattle and DC is game one, and then we have LA and Houston okay. in game two. Um. Yes, I think it, it. I think it's really still too early to say. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, just uh, just need to see the preseason game, all the preseason games first. So, if you jump out on the limb, what would you think? Like, what would you, what would your guess be? Um, my guess is DC for um the Seattle game, DC Seattle, of course. <laughs> no bias intended, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely DC because I just think um. We their coach is Jim Zorn for Seattle. You know, all know how he did it for Redskins. So I'm Damn. going by that. Yeah. And that, what about the talent what, though? Seattle got talent. What did you think? Talent? Oh yeah, definitely Seattle got talent. Uh, but I think DC has better talent. DC the DC defenders have better talent than uh, Seattle. Mm. What about LA? Definitely. Houston? Uh, what did you say? What about LA Houston? L.A. Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like going, L.A. defense. Really, yeah, they definitely gonna be one of the uh, pure defensive teams in the league. Unlike most teams, where they're focusing on offense because of the coach. Winston Moss is the defensive guy from Green Bay. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but I got. No, I actually no. I agree with you. I'll take LA because Houston they run they're running a run and shoot offense, and that's a very difficult offense to run, especially when you don't have like the whole two months to uh, practice it and have it mastered. You know, so definitely I'm taking LA. Man. Uh, I seen um that boy Philip Walker, man. That boy got a cannon, man. <laughs> oh yeah, did you see the accuracy contest? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm not. That disappointed. guy, that guy could be a problem. Yeah, not disappointed at all. And then Sammy Coates with them too. So I don't know, man. I I I I I, I would definitely pick DC, of course. No bias intended. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, the, oh my goodness, I just love I, I like 
the defensive play that I seen from the uh, clips and stuff from LA is like it looks real legit, man. I ain't even gonna lie. Um, that's gonna be a good game, though. I think uh, it's gonna be a good game. I think it'll be a close one. Um, I think the Wildcats came out on top from the scrimmage, right? Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so um, I don't know, man. I think uh, just off the top, I probably pick Houston. I like, I like, I like uh, at Houston. So I like them odds. Just a guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we got um on February 9th, we got the Vipes Vipers versus uh the Guardians at two, and then we got the Battle Hawks, which is a huge fan base, man, and they standing by their Battle Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle Hawks versus right. Dallas versus Dallas. So, who you got the first game, Tampa Bay and New York? So, Tampa Bay, New York. I'm taking New York on that one. Mm, why? Um, why? Because I just think on paper, the New York Guardians got a better team. Just mm-hmm. on paper. Uh, I like the defense. Tampa Bay, I don't. What did you say? You I like the defense. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. Jamar Summers on defense. Yes, sir. From your uh Birmingham Iron. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Luis Perez. Uh, I don't think he's starting though. Luis Perez. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna start. I think McGloin gonna start. Matt McGloin. What you What you think? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I forgot they're gonna have some co- quarterback controversy. Yeah, here one. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so too. Um, Vipes, mm-hmm. um, they making noise, man. Uh, I see them the clips too, and they they got a nice little defense over there too, man. Yeah. What you think about St. Louis and Dallas? Ooh. Um, I'm taking Dallas because of the because they just made a switch. Keep in mind they made a switch with the offensive coordinator. Uh, we all know what happened last year with Atlanta when they just lost their offensive coordinator, who was the famous Michael Vick, and he didn't and he ended up not uh being the offensive coach. I forgot for what reason though, but uh, yeah, we all saw how that turned out to be for Atlanta last year. Who Mike Vick? I think Mike Vick. Um, I think Mike Vick left because I don't know. I think he was. I don't know. I think he just was was didn't want to coach anymore, man. I, it was different speculations going on, but I just think that he, you know, didn't want to coach from my point of view. Um, right. So, but I, um, I definitely think St. Louis do have talent. Don't get me wrong. I was, man. and you know. I was definitely going to pick St. Louis over uh, Dallas if it wasn't for that. Uh, I, I also think Dallas is uh, pretty good because of, I like their head coach, Bob Stoops from mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. He was pretty, He's a pretty good coach, very well known, very well. And um, that deadly air raid offense he's running at Dallas. So, yeah, I'm definitely taking Dallas. Because of okay. That. I respect that. I respect that. So I think I think my picks. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh for game one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe in Brandon Silvers, man. 
don't know. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't really. I, I wasn't really too fond of him in uh, in Memphis. So in, in the AF. Oh, I thought he did pretty good in at Memphis for the time he was there. <laughs> he he did he did decent. Oh, uh, he did decent. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know. What other quarterbacks do they have at um Seattle? In Seattle or or Tampa Bay? Uh, see, no, I'm talking about Seattle because you uh you say you weren't really fond of uh. Um, Brandon Silvers. So oh, I, I would No, I'm thinking. My bad. <laughs> the, uh, B.J. Daniels. I meant B.J. Daniels. <laughs> oh no, Brandon Silvers. I heard Brandon Silvers is supposed to be started. Uh, in Seattle. Because, yeah, because he was tier one. Okay. Yeah, you are. You are. You are. You are. You are. You are. Um. I don't know, man. I, I, I maybe, maybe. Uh, oh, my bad. Aaron Murray, Murray, Aaron Murray, Aaron Murray. In Tampa, in Tampa, yeah. yeah. Right. That's another reason why I picked New York because I wasn't. I didn't really like in Atlanta. Yep. Aaron Murray in Atlanta. I thought you know when the AF first kicked off, I was excited to see Aaron Murray because I I remember watching him in Georgia. He's pretty damn good. So, yeah, that's why – and he turned out to be a really big disappointment. But I thought, you know, maybe it was because of the offensive coordinator. But, yeah, the, I can understand the, skepti- the uh, skepticism on Aaron Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I'm going to take New York on this one, man. And then uh, second game, I think I'm going to take uh... – <sighs> I'm gonna take Dallas. I don't think Landry gonna be back in time, right? He ain't gonna be back. Um, not week one. He's expected to miss week one. Philip Nelson will start. Oh, that's is that the uh, fleet? <laughs> yeah, the um, one for the infamous hit <laughs> on the first <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, mm. so I, yeah, the one who made the AAF famous because of it. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna um, take Philip Nelson on that one. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take uh, St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take St. Louis. Um, yeah, I'm still. I'm gonna stick to my gun. I'm still taking Dallas because I think they got a better coach. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, Dallas. All right. Uh, let's 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 jump a little into uh, into the, the rules, man. We have five major. Changes in the rules outside of all football leagues. Um, right. One being the kickoff, which will be kicked from the 25, and um, the receiving team will line up on the 30, and the kicking team will line up on the 35. And once the ball is catched, both teams can engage. Uh, what you think about that kickoff? The kickoff rule, right? Like I said, um, I think the kickoff rules uh, will. I think it will create more excitement. Uh, I think the coaches. This is a uh, coaches will use this as an opportunity to be more creative on kickoffs. I really like this rule because now it's like it's basically like a running play. Like you got pick a hole, cut in that hole. Uh, you know, the returner has. The returner has to uh, shoot the hole through. I mean, I'm sorry. 
shoot through the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, find a lane uh, to get some yard, some big yarders out of it. So yeah, I really like this rule, um, and I think it's safe too. I mean, it eliminates all the big impact for concussions. Yeah, I really like this rule. I think it benefits us as fans and us as players. You know, very, yeah, very, very, very safe. Um, smart, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. very smart. Um, you don't have no full steam ahead players running at each other, uh, ready to collide. And then we also get one of the funnest plays to me in, in, in football, which is the kickoff, because one of my favorite players was Devin Hester. So to see him receive the ball. And, and run it back, which what made me love football. So, um, so we still get the kickoff, but we get it in a, in, a, in a safer aspect. So we won't have like as much injuries. So that's 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 a good that's a good uh, move for the XFL on that part. Um, I don't know if we're gonna see more touchdowns on the kickoff. What you think? I think so. I think we will see more touchdowns in, in the kickoff. Matter of fact, <laughs> um, I think we might even see a lot of game-winning uh, decisions because of kickoff returns. Mm, that's big. Whether it's, um, yeah. If it's, if it's a returner returning it in for a game-winning touchdown or a returner running it in for the game-winning – just to set up a game-winning field goal. So, yeah, I think – yeah. I think it's huge. I think it's mm. huge. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, if it comes down to – I get what you're saying. Like, if it comes down to, like, a, you know, it's a close game and not that many seconds left, and then you kick the ball off, um, and then that team runs it back. So, that's, that, that's huge. Um, what you think about the – oh, well, let's, let's move to the, the point after touchdown, which is uh, <clears throat> from the two-yard line, five-yard line, or the ten-yard line. You score from the two yard line, you get one point. You score from the score from the five yard line, you get two points. And then if you score from the ten yard line, you get three points. Now, tell me how many teams you think want to score from the ten yard line on a point after touchdown to get nine points. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's got to be got really Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is ballsy. But I mean, like I said. It's still excitement for the fans because if you're down by um, nine points and it's the fourth, like you're in the last minute of the fourth quarter, you're not you're not mathematically out of the game. So it's like, yeah, it always keeps you guessing. Mm-hmm. This is what you want to see. I, I was a really big fan of this rule, um, and I think they, uh, according to um, end zone. He actually made a video about uh, them considering making this rule into a reality. And I was really excited. I was like, man, if they do that, then, oh, my goodness. Uh, shout out to Enzo. He's a very good uh, YouTube YouTuber who does a lot of football um, football content. Uh, it's NFL, CFO. So, yeah. College, yeah. Shout out to yeah, Enzo, man. Um. I think we're gonna get like a lot more scoring maybe from the five yard line. Um if 
that makes sense because it's two. I mean, it's, it'll be eight. It's two points. It's worth eight. It's worth two points, but it'll give teams eight points. You know what I'm saying? Like if you think about it, mm-hmm. I was watching in the AAF. There was no point after. Uh, uh, it was no kicks. Kicks uh, after the touchdown. So they had to go for two, and that decided right. a lot in the game. So um, I believe that maybe they will make. I mean. If, from the five yard line is not bad. Uh, most coaches probably have plays drawn up from the five yard line anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure from the two yard line they will probably do a quick little running play if they got a nice running game, or they may do a play action. But I'm 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 leaning more towards them scoring from the five yard line just to get the two points because I'd rather you know take that chance. I don't I don't see too many too many uh coaches going from the the 10 yard line maybe if 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 it's close enough with a down by maybe three to send it to overtime or something i don't know but i, I see that happening mm-hmm. but i don't see them freely going from the 10 because you know that's that's a lose that's a lose out <laughs> on one point I, or I, two points well i i can see winston moss doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy yeah, that guy's a character. I can see him doing that. <laughs> I can see but, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. So then the next rule we got the punt. Um I'm skeptical about the punt. Uh, that's the only one I think that was questioning. Um right. first of all, when they punt the ball, you can't move until the ball is kicked. You know what right. I'm saying? So you can't you punt and you can't move to so it puts a lot of pressure on the kicker, on a punter, I'm sorry. It puts a lot of pressure on a punter because first they have to have the accuracy down pack. Um and I was watching um Marquette King's um um YouTube and he was trying to get the ball inside of the um I believe the twenty. Um anyway inside the twenty. And not let it roll in the end zone because it rolls in the end zone, the ball will be placed at the thirty-five, right? Right. So he trying to you got you gotta you you can't pin players either because if you try to pin and the ball is kicked out of bounds inside the twenty yard line, I believe it goes to the forty or the forty-five. If you kick it out of bounds, yeah, intentionally. Or- Intentionally, how can they tell if you do it intentionally? So, like maybe the corner, the coffin kick, the coffin kick. Uh-huh. If, they, if punters try to coffin kick, I believe that they go to the. I think the ball is placed at the forty-five yard line. If they try to coffin kick, you know, uh, in the NFL, you coffin kick. You try to get them pinned inside the three, okay. you know, five yard line, three yard line, somewhere around there. Yeah, um, but, okay. Yeah, and then but in the XFL, if you try to intentionally coffin kick it. Um, inside the five yard line, I believe the ball would be placed at the forty five yard line. So what Marquette King was doing, he was trying to punt the ball so that way it bounce, you know, <clears throat> it'll bounce mm-hmm. at a certain area on the field in, inside the twenty. You know, hopefully the guys can get down there fast enough so that way they won't return the ball. But his goal was he was trying to get the ball inside the twenty. And not let it roll in the end zone because if it rolls in the end zone, they bought the ball we placed at the thirty-five. So it it would kind of be a uh, kind of like a strategic thing for coaches as well too, 
um, not taking that chance. They say, for instance, if they on the opponent's 45, um, would you take that chance of trying to uh, get the opponent at the 35? Or would you try to let them return the ball? You know what I'm saying? You probably – I mean, just, if you're just only losing 10 yards – um, if you're only pushing the 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 line, this line of scrimmage back ten yards, I don't see why not. And it's like a missed field goal if you think about it. If you try to kick a field goal from the forty five, the opponent's forty five, and you miss it, then the ball would be a turnover on downs on the forty five, and they start on the forty. Would be good field position, so it's kind of a strategic thing. You think about it um, in different kind of uh, variations and, and different ways. But like I said, the punting the punting rule, I was kind of. Skeptical right. About. Yeah, I was also skeptical about it too. I I just think it makes it things a little bit too too easy for you know the offenses, you know, to get momentum. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and just yeah, I just thought it would just be too easy. But I, I understand why why they did it though, because I mean that's what really. Um, attracts more fans is that they want to see offense. You know, they want to see excitement. They don't want right. to see like they, they don't want to see the scores like uh six to in six to nine. Like they're trying to like make it <laughs> high high scoring it as possible. As much scoring as it can poss- uh, possibly be. So it's you know just yeah I just thought it would just be too easy for offenses. I but however I guess, you know, to be a punter in this league, you, you got to say, God dang, I can't. it's a lot of pressure on a punter too. Fine. So now you get to see, like, who's really skilled, you know, who's really a skilled punter or not, really. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 Yeah, I agree. Um, But me personally, Yeah, so I, I, I'm 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 a I'm more of a a defense guy. So I want to see defense. Uh, I don't know if I'm too happy about too much offense. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to see defense. I love goal line stands. Um, and if you think about it, it's 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 going to take a lot from the defense. Um, right. With the it's with the, most of the call, most of the rules are like benefiting the offense. In my in my opinion, um, so that's that's just that's just uh what I think about the the point. Um, what did what you what you think about the the double forward pass? I know that had a lot of questions and stuff. Yeah. Um. I, at first, I was like, "What in the world's a double forward pass?" <laughs> you know, so it's like I, I had to do my research on it. It's it's basically just um, you throwing it forward, you know, because you can't do that in the NFL. You can't just um, throw it forward. You got to, like, make it look like a pitch if you're going to do, like, those type of pass plays. And then um, the person who gets the ball can throw it down the field or, um, I don't know, dink and dunk it. But um, – yeah, so I thought, I yeah. So like I said, it, I, I I had to do some research. I did not know what what in the world was that. But um, so now that I, I gained some knowledge on it, that 
I can say that, you know, it will help coaches be more creative in their play calling. What they want to do, like, uh, you know, trick plays. And, um, yeah, flea, flick, flea flickers or some, whatever. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Um, so, <clears throat> with the double forward pass, right, you got mm-hmm. the, you got the quarterback, which would probably be the smartest. The smartest formation would probably be quarterback and shotgun. Um, you don't want to – I'm sure they don't want to take uh, – a forward pass from out of a center, from under center. Um, yeah. So, with a with a, with a normal a normal uh, backwards pass would be a lateral. I'm sorry, normal lateral would be that the player that you're throwing it to, the quarterback is throwing it to, or whoever the the, the passer is is passing it to, has to be behind the actual passer, right? So. Yeah. In the double forward pass, just think of it. I mean, the double probably throwing a lot of people out, throwing a lot of people off. I mean, just think of it as like a regular. It's, think of it as a lateral, but instead of throwing it backwards for a lateral, you throwing it for you can throw it forward. You see what I'm saying? So if a quarterback, so say for instance, quarterback is what seven yards deep from the line of scrimmage. Right. Um, the wide receiver backs up, what maybe two yards, three yards. And then you got four yards to play with in between. So you the quarterback throws it forward to the mm-hmm. wide receiver, and then the wide receiver could throw it downfield if that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So no, I see. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a it's like a lateral, but you're not throwing it backwards. You're just throwing it forward. So, okay. so and then some of the questions was asked was if you if the passer throws it forward and the ball is dropped. Would that be a fumble? That's a no. It would be an incomplete pass. If that makes sense. Um, right. On on yeah, uh, okay. so, yeah. on Dean Blandino's so, yeah, AMA on Reddit. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying. <clears throat> Go ahead. Right, okay. So um. Okay, so uh, it's like a coach can call a play where okay so you the quarterback can drop seven passes and the receiver can drop like two i mean seven yards and then the receiver can drop two or three yards back mm-hmm. and or he could be already in formation behind the he can okay. already be in formation behind okay. the line of scrimmage okay so it's like a it's like it's kind of like a basketball pass like i i pass it to you you pass it to him and then um, the guy you pass it to is supposed to go for like the layup shot or the alley oop or whatever. So okay, yeah, it makes sense. I thought it would be something like that. Kind thought, of. Yeah. I wouldn't use the basketball reference though, but kind of. I kind of see <laughs> yeah, what you're talking about. No, I, I try to. <laughs> I try to do it, you know. Yeah, I try to um, see if that was. The best one probably wasn't. Just think of it as you can throw it for you can you can throw the pass for, but it's got to be behind the line of scrimmage. That's the thing. Everything has to happen behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I understand that. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, <clears throat> so then you got the old the you got you have the overtime uh, shootout rule. Um, they still haven't decided whether they're going to have both uh, team ones offense. Team uh, two's offense uh, and then team uh, one's defense and team two's offense um, on the on the on the on the uh, 
I'm sorry, team one's offense versus team two's defense, and then team two's offense versus team one's defense. Did I say that right? <laughs> team one's offense versus team two defense. Team two's <laughs> offense versus team one's defense. Got you. I got lost with you, man. But yeah, so That's pretty much. Yeah. So pretty much, they don't know if they want to have. Yeah, I got yeah. But pretty much they don't know if they want to have both offense and defenses of uh, both teams on um the the field at the same time. Like one on uh, uh offense defense on one side of the field and then the other teams uh offense defense on the other side of the field. You see what I'm saying? So I think what they're gonna do is uh work from one side because they made some good points, you know, you don't wanna have the coach having to run up and down the field um between plays. Because it's supposed to be a shootout. It's supposed to only last what ten minutes max, seven minutes max, right. something like that. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to have um, both teams, uh, with the coaches and the referees. So they have to split the referees up as well. You don't want to have mm-hmm. them running back and forth. So um, I think <clears throat> I think the the best option will probably be one side of the field, but then you're taking away from the fans that's on the opposite side of the field as well. They got to, what, watch the screen or try to see what's going on from a distance. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What's your, what's your take on that? So, yeah, I thought the overtime rules, I like the overtime rules. Also, um, you forgot, like, you have five, you have at least five chances to score the um, most points. Each, each score is worth two points, right? Each score is worth two points, correct? Yeah, each score is worth two points. You get five tries. So, right, you get five tries. That reminds so yeah, you know how I'm a soccer fan also. So yeah, they do this uh when it's like a tournament, it goes into like extra time and nobody scores. They sell this on penalties and you have like five times five times to score the most points at least. Uh-huh. If, and if um back to the XFL and if you and if all the teams score five at least five times, then it's sudden death, right? Right. Be, yeah. So if say for instance, yeah. if the score is tied, uh if mm-hmm. the score is tied after the five after the five tries, then it would be sudden death, yeah. So the next score the next right. score will win. Or whoever like say for instance, if team A uh scores, team B has to score. If they don't score, they lose like that. Right. Yeah, I, I like that rule. I like that rule a lot. I'm sure um, you do, being a soccer fan. Right, yeah. I like that rule a lot. So, uh, and about the um, whole uh, team one, team two, rotating and stuff, um, I kind of feel – I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. I think it, it can be very confusing. Um from from the fan standpoint, like you won't be able to identify rather than just I don't know. I don't know. It it just seems uh, kind of confusing to me. I don't know. Just yeah. To, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 fans on the opposite side of the field, if they do one side, the fans yeah. on the opposite side of the field will will, will be very upset because they can't see. I mean, you have to – the only way you can do it is you put the game um, – you put the shootout on the big screen, but it's taken away from the fans' experience of the game because you have 
you have one side of the field occupied and the other side, you know, nobody's down there. So um, yeah. it's something they have to think about. I mean, what do they what, do? They do that in soccer? Well, do do the goalie, yeah, yeah. goalies be on at the same time? No, only the uh, number one goalkeeper stays on. You know what I'm saying? Do both teams have their goalie oh. on the field at the same time? Oh no! Oh nah! That would be <laughs> that would be too confusing. No. So they only operate on one side of the field. It's only one goal. Right. So the fans that's on the opposite side of the field, what are they doing? They just walking on the watching well, the big screen. You talking about? I'm sorry. You talking about penalty kicks? Yeah, you said like a the, shootout, the, right? Yeah, yeah, penalty shootouts. Yeah, it's like one goalkeeper on on one side, and it and it stays on that side, right? And then once once the um the player takes his shot and he scores or he misses, then the goalkeeper rotates with the opposition goalkeeper, and then he got oh, to take him. right. Okay, but I'm saying so this so this will be running into with the XFL so. The fans that's on the the opposite side of the like you know where the other goalpost is, the fans over there, like how do they get to see it? They gotta watch on the big screen. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you do. You gotta just watch on the big I know now I know what you're saying. You're saying like on the opposite side, they gotta look look far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. You're taking the experience away from the fans when you do that. So I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's something they gotta figure out. Huh? Right. Yeah, they got seen on the big screen. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so a couple quick, a couple quick changes. Um. For one, would be uh twenty twenty five second play clock. Uh, which is definitely going to speed up the game a lot. Um. Then you have uh with with players uh receivers or whoever catching the ball uh can have one foot in instead of two. Um, um yeah, good um good rule. I mean, college fans, I know college fans going to like that rule. Mm-hmm. Um 10 minute halves, that was big. Um and then the coach to player communication, which I haven't heard any solid about the defense. I know offense they said they was going to have a quarterback running back and then wide receiver and defense I heard that they're supposed to have uh, a lineman um lineman no I'm sorry a linebacker okay linebacker a linebacker a safety and yes I thought it was a lineman no Mm. yeah I thought it was supposed to be one lineman uh, uh, this rule is, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know about this rule, but um, yeah. So yeah, listen, I was listen, like, it's supposed, supposed to be supposed to be it's supposed to be three uh, mics. So a lineman mm. will will have a mic, and then the second mic will be between um, linebackers or corners, and then the third mic mm-hmm. will be the safeties. Yeah, yeah, that's how they was going to separate it. Um, but like I said, I haven't heard anything else solid about uh, so, how they how they gonna do the mics on defense. So like, are the I guess so? Are, are there gonna be three captains on on defense? I guess? That's a good question. That's a so, good question. Yeah. It'll make sense if they were all captains and they got mics. 
That that would that would definitely that would definitely make sense. Um, another question yeah. I also had about the mics or the communication team was, um, like who who do they? And then, well, it goes into what your question was: Are they going to? Are the captains going to be the mics? Because I'm like, who do you designate? I know for sure on offense you're going to give it to the quarterback. One of them might be the quarterback. As far as the receiver, are you going to get the number one receiver the mic, or are you going to give? You know, maybe what if the the what if the the second string wide receiver has better communication skills than the number one receiver? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Um. That's a yeah, good that's question. Good. Wow, this is an interesting rule. So, <laughs> well, if you're a head coach, what you going to tell the receiver to do? <laughs> that's you know? true. That's yeah. true. I mean, I. I guess if you run uh, a run and shoot offense like the Houston Roughnecks gonna do, I guess it will make sense that you gave really all um, all receivers that got option routes um, might like that would be like the number one receiver. So yeah, um, <clears throat> um I also yeah, believe with, I also believe with the the the, the play clock being twenty five seconds, you have to have that extra communication. So. I know it's probably going to be less huddles and more no huddling because um, twenty you got you got you got a de- you got a dedicated ball spotter, um, which mm-hmm. is uh, they have a, a set official or I think it was an official right or it's just somebody just going to be a ball spotter. Is it official? Um, for what for the what ball spotter? Exactly? The ball spotter. Yeah. Um. Is it official? I think it's an official. Yeah, it's an official. It's an official. Um, and then with them having the so with them having the twenty four uh, second twenty five second play clock, um, that communication got to be big. So they got to be able to communicate. So what I'm thinking is, so what I said uh, before. So say for instance, you have a big play down the field, maybe twenty thirty yards down the field. You have to get the lineman, so the quarterback could kind of walk down the field. <clears throat> or hurry up down the field with the lineman so that way he can get while he getting the play. Um, he can let the lineman know. And say, for instance, the running back have a fullback back there. So the running back could give the fullback the play. And then wide receivers could kind of uh, kind of come together while they come in, while they going down the field and give each other the play because they all get in the running back, the quarterback, and the wide receivers are getting the play in the headset. So they all mm-hmm. can kind of – give each other or give the designated position um, the play so that way it can kind of move a little faster, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, that's, what I was, that's my theory. I mean, it, to me it makes sense, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe they got other plans. Right. Yeah, I think play call, play calling, with the play call clock being like 20 seconds, 20, 25 or 20? The uh, play clock is 25 seconds. Yeah, twenty five seconds. I think yeah, I think it's important that you have more than one person on a mic. Now, now it makes sense to me now. Yeah. So um, yeah. So let's um, so let's jump into a little defender. I mean, I know they're not giving us a lot of stuff because uh, uh, everything that's been going on lately. So cuts is supposed to be today. But I believe they moved it to the twenty seventh, which is uh Monday. Um then we have we had a scrimmage on Monday. 
which uh, we won 21 to 16. We beat Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, media day was yesterday. I saw the players out there uh, posing and doing their thing, they little, you know, <laughs> their movements yeah. and stuff. I saw Cardell Jones out there. I saw Pumphrey out Donnell Pumphrey out there. Um, who else I saw on media day? Um, I think I saw, I saw uh, Matt Elam. Yeah. Matt Elam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw Matt Elam as well. He was posing. Yeah, posing. Okay. So, those are going to be... So, those are going to be... Oh, and you saw Eli too? Yeah, I saw Eli. Okay. So, if anybody is listening that's not familiar with um, the defenders and uh, our key players, those the ones... Those will be our key players. Um, and you can help me out with this too because... Um, off the top of my head, I believe that uh, um, I, Eli Rogers will be number one. He's a receiver. Uh, he had a stench in the NFL as well. Um, it'll be Cardell Jones will be a key player. And my man, who got traded from L.A., which I'm so excited about, my man Rashad Rocket Ross. That's huge, yes, man. That's huge. I can't wait to get if if we if we could get jerseys, man. I will get his jersey. I will get his and Cardio jersey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, um well, I'm Ricky definitely Cole. getting Rashad Ross. You say who? Yeah. I'm definitely getting Rashad Cole, uh Ross jersey. Yes, yes, sir. Um Reggie Cole, uh corner, right? Yeah. Um He's been Ooh. he's been locked down so far. I heard in training camp. He had a pick six, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. That's good. And then we got Scooby Wright, linebacker. Yeah. He from he from the AAF too, right? Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Who else? Who else stuck out to you? Um, it's a defensive lineman. Uh, I believe Sam Montgomery. Sam Montgomery. Yep. Sam yes. Montgomery, ninety nine. Right, he he linebacker, outside linebacker. Um, outside line. I thought it was defensive end. Uh, on the roster, they got him labeled as an outside linebacker. He might be. He might be running three four. Maybe, maybe you're right. You might be right, but they got him. Yeah. So it depends on what uh, Pep want to do. So yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Coach, Coach Pep. But he so. he he mainly handling the offense though. Who Pep? Yeah, Pep is an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, offensive coach from Michigan. So, so pretty much, um, it's going to be uh Jeff Fitzgerald, huh, taking over the the most of the right. defensive play calling. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and then we have our coach, which is uh, Mr. Pep Hamilton. Uh, he had a stench with uh, Howard being a quarterback coach coordinator with the Jets. Um. Sam also Fran. with Michigan. Yeah. That's, that's his last that's his last uh spot. So he went in San Fran, he went with Chicago, Stanford, Colts, Browns, and then his last stint was with Michigan from uh 2017-2018 assistant head coach. So um lot of offense, man. He he definitely offensive minded. So hopefully we can put up a lot of points, man. I'm hoping. Um, then we got Tyree Jackson, one of the other players. He backup quarterback went to Buffalo, I believe. Yes, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I see he. I know he got a rocket on. Yeah. 
definitely. He can run too. DeAndre Tompkins, wide receiver, got that heat. He had Penn, from Penn State. Yeah. So um, we got some players, man. We got a nice little roster. I'm, de- I'm definitely curious to see who they're gonna cut down um, once uh, the 27 come. So uh, yes, we already have made some cuts. Um, FYI, who's uh, that? We, we cut Max McCaffrey. Um, yeah, I remember that. Very, okay. Yeah, very depressive for me because I was excited to see him. Um, he was pretty good in college. So. Yeah, and, and also because of his brother, Christian McCaffrey, who's killing the NFL right now. So, yep. yeah. Um, <clears throat> you got any other things to add? Um, no, I do not. Uh, like I said, it, it really hasn't been a lot of defenders' news. It's it's been really hard to you know, um, look out for any defenders' content from anybody. So. Yeah, that's that's it. Other than the um the big trade that we um did with the Wildcats for Rashad Ross, yeah, that's that's huge. Um, that's really big. <clears throat> so um so this is this is uh this is the, the, the defending all day, man. Defending the DMV, mm-hmm. that's what we do. We defending the DMV. Um, I heard that they gonna have something for the fans, man. Opening day. Did you hear about that? The Shield. Oh yeah, I saw that on the news. Yep. I don't know if it's gonna be the same yeah. shield that was on the news. Maybe a smaller one. I don't know. But I don't think they're gonna have out them hand out them big shields. <laughs> um, yeah. But you would know though, because you worked there. So I guess we'll oh, find yeah. out. Yeah. I'll probably try to be at the first game. Um. So. Uh, um. What else we got? So I think that's. I think that's pretty much it, man. Um. This is the this this is definitely a wrap up for the the first episode. Um, gave y'all a little bit of everything that's been going on. We're gonna try to follow y'all follow up with y'all. Uh, any questions, comments, we are gonna answer them on here. Um, uh, you can follow us on. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, what's your what's your what's your handle? What's your handle on? Uh, I know you be on IG, so what's your handle? My handle just yeah. um. What's your, uh, what's, your, what's your screen name? Oh, uh, it's it FB. Un- yeah, it's FB underscore Will. Uh, w number one LL. And mine is, uh, I'm on Twitter, which is uh, Rich, R-I-C-H, Mars, M-A-R, two Zs. And I'm sure people probably already know who I am because I comment a lot on Twitter. So <laughs> if you see me... <laughs> If you see me, yeah. man, uh, say what's up. I'm mostly on Twitter with the XFL stuff because I know they get updates a lot. Um, I'm on Instagram too, but not as much as uh, Twitter. So um, I'm also in uh, on on the Facebook Defenders Zone group, DC Defenders Zone. Um, you no, know, so everywhere, man. Uh, try to get as much content to you guys as possible, um, and uh. We're going to say our goodbyes, man. See you next episode. What you think? Yeah. See you next episode, guys. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Holla. All right. See you later.